Skin and Sass, the podcast talking all things skin with a side of sass. Proudly brought to you by KGA Body. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Skin and Sass. I'm Andy Paulson, and I have with me the beautiful, the wrapped up warm <laughs> Kelly George. Hi, it's Kelly. freezing in Sydney today. So it is. I'm wearing like a trench coat inside. <laughs> inside. A heated studio. And she's making fun of me, but this is a podcast, so... Yeah, okay, so if you can imagine, if you're not viewing the video on socials, Kelly is sitting here with a big outdoor woolen coat, <laughs> indoors, pink. in the podcast studio. <laughs> it's very cute, it's pink, it looks gorgeous, but it's just funny. Anyway, so episode six, and this is a great one, it's the return of freaking Frickin laser beams. To, because it's the return. So yes. this was one of our most popular episodes from the OG podcast season two. And of course, because we're both obsessed with lasers. Yes. Um, and, and also our ages. Yeah. Austin Powers. Oh, well, yeah. Freaking, freaking laser, laser beams. beams. I mean. Yeah. So, I mean, it ticks all the boxes. It's a fun theme to chat about. There's lots of new things happening all the time. I can never keep up. So I'm really excited because I don't have many notes here. So I'm going to be learning yeah. as you're <laughs> learning, guys. Um, and so before we get right into it, you did wow. have something you want to chat about. Yeah. First. Well, Andy, just before we started recording this, was like, oh, we I noticed there's no unscripted chat. Yeah, I was like, about? where is my unscripted <laughs> chat? I was like, sorry, I hadn't haven't had a chance Where's to my sassy plan banter? for what we're talking about. <laughs> I rely on you to plan my unscripted chat. But then, <laughs> but then I thought about, okay, well, this is a laser episode mm -hmm. and what treats melasma, laser, and I just wanted to talk about. So Andy keeps referencing <laughs> our old school yeah. OG. And if you've been listening to Skin and Sass for a really long time, you'll know that in the past, whenever I said melasma, <laughs> I have melasma, Andy would go, melasma. Well, you <laughs> do she was like so to bored talk of about your about. melasma. And I, I'm feeling that there might be mm -hmm. some kind of attack <laughs> yeah. coming up. Because I recently said to Kelly, I think I have rosacea. To and which she said, I think you've got melasma. melasma. <laughs> okay, so... Remind, and she does. Rem, thank you. So reminder for those who may not remember what melasma is. Melasma is? It's a hormonal, hormonally caused uh, pigmentation that comes on your face, usually around your cheeks or across your lip, but could be any, yeah, the exact places Andy has it. Has my rotation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's very, very hard to get rid of. It is something that won't ever actually fully go away. You have <sighs> to manage very carefully with lifestyle, at-home products, and very specific lasers that are designed to treat melasma. You treat low and slow. 
And it's just something, if we're treating your melasma with you, we are going on a journey together <laughs> because it is not an easy overnight fix, but we can get you to a point where, you know, you, you can maintain you and can manage and yeah, yeah. manage really manage, and okay. prevent it from getting darker. Okay. So Andy has now joined the melasma club. <sighs> Right. Thanks for that. Malazma. <laughs> Still could be rosacea. I'm not it's convinced. Not. <laughs> <laughs> I am the worst patient. Poor Kelly. She really tries to be gentle. She's like, well, I think you should consider this or that's probably not your greatest area of concern. Like she still tries to be very like gentle with me, which I don't know why she bothers. She should just tell me like... Shut up, Andy. You've got melasma. <laughs> All right. Well, from now on, <laughs> I just save it for this forum. Yeah, and yeah, then just yeah, yeah. Just to publicly out you. Thank you. All right. Well, look, so thank you. Freaking laser beams. Even more of a reason why I've been listening in. So I noticed that you recently had a laser education month on your socials and you were talking a lot about lasers and potentially some new lasers that you have in your clinic. So tell us what, what was all that about? So laser education month, which I just made up, by the way, it's not like some sort of national (laughs) event, (laughs) but it was a way for me to try and educate the people who follow me on social media around lasers and laser safety and the types of things that they should maybe be thinking about when they're having laser, if they're not having laser in my clinic. Mm. And it all came about because I had this beautiful young girl who had only just turned 17. Oh, wow. Really young. Really young. And so she'd come in to show me. She'd been burnt, essentially. She'd been to a beauty salon that had an IPL machine. She was a skin Fitzpatrick 4, so a darker skin type. And so the type of skin type that you should absolutely not go near with an IPL machine, particularly in inexperienced hands. So the girl that treated her was one year above her at high school, treated her with an IPL and proper third degree burns. On her face? No. On her bikini area. And it was obviously horrible and painful and really sad. But also, you know, you think this is a 17-year-old girl who's at that age where she'll be exploring her body and the, you know, boys and new boyfriends maybe and all sorts of stuff. And now she's got this in the yeah, back of her head. Yeah, if you or I burnt our bikini <laughs> lines, probably not that big a deal. <laughs> no, so but I know what you're saying. Like We are sort of starting a process. We had to let it heal for a full oh. six weeks and now we're starting to help her. So she's got permanent uh, discoloration, so hypopigmentation. Ugh. So they've taken the colour oh out of her skin God. and it, it is clear lines along and I mean even when you see where the burns are I don't even know what the therapist was thinking because it's not She's not missed the hair. Half so the she's hair. yeah. So she's done it for hair removal. Yes. So she's gone in for IPL for hair removal, and they've used a device which is completely inappropriate to her skin type, yeah. being darker skin and dangerous in even if even on your skin type. Yeah, IPL Albino. should be. <laughs> 
you know, in safe hands because it's not... It's that wide wavelength that can go between yeah. all the different wavelengths. I've been burnt yes. by laser yes. before. IPL? Uh, no. Oh, no, yours was a. I no. that actually. Um, anyway. Yeah. So and not by an inexperienced <laughs> yes. person. Not by an experienced person. Yeah. So there are a few things and it got me thinking and I, I looked up the regulations because I know that when we have someone who is under 18 come in for laser, we actually have to do a seven-day cooling-off period. Okay. So they're the guidelines that we have to abide by. And so I sort of thought, oh, so did they do a seven-day cooling-off period? And what I learned was that if someone who is not a healthcare professional is operating a laser device, they actually don't have to adhere to the same guidelines that I do as a nurse or even that a doctor does. So you can have a less experienced, so less trained person who who's has... less rules to no follow. rules. And what? no consequences. That's... No registration to be lost because wow. they haven't abided by guidelines. And so I just was, to be perfectly honest, livid. I was so yeah. angry that this poor, beautiful girl potentially permanently disfigured. We will be able to help her with the devices we have. But I've now got to convince this girl that's been burned by a laser. Actually, I can help you by treating you with laser. So thankfully, uh, she came in with her mum. We did the cooling off period. And now we're starting the process of healing the damage. But it's just like that's not where you ever want to be. Yeah. Isn't that like... Uh, almost unfathomable, though yeah. that. But it are... must happen. I mean, you've you've seen it. You're in a regional. I mean, it's a big regional town, but I can imagine, um, you know, in the cities where there's even more of these laser mm. clinics who don't necessarily have devices that are being used by medical professionals. And that's not to say that every laser technician out there is dodgy and not trained, but there's a risk, right? Mm. Yeah. With any laser treatment. Well, interestingly enough, when I when this sort of happened, I posted a version of the story. Obviously, yeah. I'm keeping her yeah. privacy yeah. protected, but spoke a little bit about it and obviously that was part of my laser education month and the amount of nurses that I had contact me from around Australia oh. sending me very similar photos of people that they'd had to Yikes. help and nurses that had actually worked at some of these clinics and said, oh, yeah, they just got a payoff. They got $10,000 to not say anything. Wow. So there's a bit of like cover-up going kind on. It feels for some like of these... this should be a current affair yeah. episode. Yeah. And, it, I mean, these burns should have been. It, it was really sad and really awful. And so I wanted the opportunity to have another freaking laser beams. Freaking laser beams. Obviously, so that we can talk about fun stuff and the types of things that we can treat with laser. Yes. But to really drive home that, you know, if you've got a high school student with a laser in their hands... <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> you know. And just be careful. I mean, from the perspective of those who are listening, who um, may be thinking about going to a clinic, look yeah. at the credentials, the training, yeah. ask, you know, what's their experience and qualifications? Yeah. What are your big tips on that? Is it asking those questions? It's Is asking that... those questions. It's asking things like, 
so why have you chosen this laser for my skin type? Yeah. That's a really simple question that you should be able to, based on their answer, get a pretty good yeah. idea of whether or not. And then if you're maybe not perfectly happy with that answer, you could go on and say, so what settings are you using and why? Yeah. You don't have to necessarily understand the no. answer, but you'll know by how they by answer how they it. answer that. Because it's difficult. I mean, even as what I consider myself to be a, a more educated consumer, but still, you go in for laser hair removal, and you, I look at the machine and go, I don't know if that's the right settings. And sometimes I'll take a little photo, <laughs> I'll send it to Kelly, and go, Kelly, what do you think of this setting? And she say, Well, they're just under-treating you so you keep coming back. Yeah. <laughs> which is classic. Which is a classic yeah. laser hair removal trick, yeah. which the I didn't know about. franchises love that, yeah, because they just want, I mean, what's the point of someone who only comes six times and never again? Yeah. Because so that's they, all they kind of offer. So basically I didn't know about this until Kelly told me and my mind was blown that some laser disreputable laser clinics will give you a deliberately kind of low dose of yeah. laser so that it works a bit but not not so much that you don't have to keep coming yeah. back over and over again. Yes, and the problem with that is if they're choosing those lower fluences instead of building up and building up and really destroying yeah. the hair follicle, what's happening is that they're thinning the hair follicle to the point that now... It Real laser resistant. hair removal won't actually—it won't be effective in the future. Oh. So now you can't get rid of that hair. So you kind of got problems on both ends, where potentially they're using it a too strong or inappropriate setting that's going to burn. Yes. Or they're deliberately using a low setting so that you're stuck there forever. Yeah, because, I mean, we sell a package of six and then after that it's a spot check once every six to 12 yeah. months. These people get to their six and then go, would you like to buy another six. package of six or maybe a package of 12? They sell packages of 12. I don't get it. <laughs> so, yeah, ask, ask the questions even if you don't know the answers. You will be able to tell whether or not the person operating the machine knows what they're doing. Yeah. Hold people to account. Yeah, and if you get a gut feeling, leave. This girl yeah. said she had a gut feeling, um, oh. but, you know, she's young. Well, she's and young. I yeah. mean, yeah. And so, again, for people who are listening who might think, oh, well, I'm past laser, I've already done that, but maybe they've got, like, teenagers who mm. are coming up to that age now Maybe have the conversation to make sure that they're going to good quality places yeah. and, yeah. like, you know, go along to the first consult with them. Maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're under 18, they, have, should, they be. should be anyway, right? But, you know, yeah, I guess help empower your daughters and yes. sons yeah. to walk away from a situation yeah. if they feel a bit weird about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, have the conversation because plenty of guys get laser as well, particularly yeah. hair removal, but becoming more common now, right, laser rejuvenation, male and female, yeah. it's not exclusively a women's only treatment. No, and, I mean, laser for, say, acne, lots and lots. I've got so many teenage so many. boys that come in yeah. on after school hours. That's uh, awesome. It's, it's, it is great. It's great. and. <laughs> My 16-year-old 
now brings his friends in. <laughs> so he's, he's got some pimples. Can we treat him? You're the coolest <laughs> mom ever. Like, yeah. you know, hey, my mom will help you with your acne. Yeah. But it's true. <laughs> what a great perk of being yeah. friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about the regulations and being careful and asking questions. So now let's move on to some of the fun stuff. Yes. So you've got some new devices at KGA. So since we last talked, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about, I guess, some of the cool stuff that's come onto the market and what you've been using in your clinic. So we've just recently purchased, and it's not new, but it's new to us, a device called the Zio. Basically, I would say pretty much completed what we need to be able to treat everything. 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 All of your skin concerns. It is, look, it's a multi-application aesthetic platform, you would call it, because it can do browns in the skin, reds in the skin, collagen stimulation. We have an ablative and a fractionated laser with it as well. So we, for the first time, can now do deep, deep resurfacing where there's like a seven to 10 day downtime. This is is big. This is, we call a pearl. And for things like acne scars or for women who have been coming to us for a very long time, their skin's in beautiful condition, but because of sun damage and life on the farm and and those sorts of things, they just needed that little intense hit. And so we can have a conversation now with our patients. We're like, look, over the next 12 months, we could either do maybe three or four picogenesis, yes. two days minimal downtime at the time, but you'd need a few of them. Or if you say to me, hey, yeah, Kelly, I can find a week somewhere to just chill at home. Work at home with a heavy filter on yeah. the Zoom. <laughs> Let's go hard. Let's yeah. do that one treatment. And honestly, every patient that we've treated is just like walking Blown in, away. you know, loving themselves sick. Oh, but it's awesome. it's full on. It, yeah. You you would not do this somewhere that's not overseen by a healthcare professional. It's yes. like treating a wound on the face for at least the first 4 days. Okay. So we send them home with an aftercare kit and we check in with them every day and for the first 2 days they have to do 4 hourly vinegar washes oh and then reapply a a sort of a so substance. is that to prevent infection? Yes. Yeah, okay. Promote healing and prevent infection okay. because it's an open wound. Right. So if you imagine having a wound, sort of an A4 size yeah. piece of paper, you've got to keep it nice you've and clean. You've got to protect it. So this is not like that, oh, it'll be right, I'll just, I won't listen to these instructions. I'll go roll around in some it's, dirt. <laughs> yeah. We, you know, we've, we, we're specific with who we would yes. treat because obviously everyone has their patients who are non-compliant. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me and like that. <laughs> so we would be like, oh, I'll probably avoid treating that yeah. patient just because of the risks involved. Okay. But the reward is great if you're prepared to go through that. So what kind of results are you seeing? Are you able to treat things like melasma and acne scarring with one treatment? Not melasma with this. This is too intense for melasma. So melasma, remember, is always low and slow. If anyone tells you they can treat your melasma with one laser, run. (laughs) Okay. Run. Run. (laughs) Isn't that like a meme? Yeah, yeah. Run. (laughs) Run. (laughs) Um, But acne scarring, yes. 
That's you awesome. will see significant improvements with one. Just one. We've got a patient who we've just done her second treatment because they were pretty deep and she's in her fifties, so they've been there for a long yeah. time. But that will be it. That's yeah. how how'd she feel? Oh, she's glowing, Aww. literally glowing. Yeah. And she'd tell you that she'd be happy for me to talk about it actually, because yeah. she's so excited. Well, I can imagine that somebody who has lived the majority of their life with visible scars from acne, yes. as well as the emotional scars from being young and yeah. dealing with it as a skin condition, that would be transformational. Yeah. Yeah. And then in other exciting news. Yes. Recently, I was on the Gold Coast. I was speaking at an event for Qterra at the oh, Langham. Oh, that did look like a very fun event. It was event. a really, yeah, that, yeah. That's what I miss about working in the industry, I think. You the get glitz. to go to some cool events. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was work. That particular trip was well, four days speaking, of work. Well, you were speaking, so yes. So I mean. Th- I think it was three times on stage. And we also had, this is the exciting part, I was part of the advisory board Ooh. for a new laser that isn't in Australia yet, but is, but is it com- coming? It's coming. Okay. We just don't know when yet, Okay. but it's called Avi Clear. And not that they're paying me to tell you this, but I'm excited. That's okay. I mean, <laughs> um, look, this I just realized it sounds like about. an ad, but... No, but we can, you can plug stuff that you believe in because yeah. I want to know. And that's yeah. why people are listening because they want to know as well. So it's we don't get first. paid to talk about any no, of this No, we stuff. don't. So Let's this just is, be clear. This is a love project. It is a love project. <laughs> it's for acne. Oh, Three sessions. Specifically for acne. Severe acne, gone. And it's relatively new. So so better than the hydrofacial? <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing's better than a hydrofacial. <laughs> Just to be clear, she's being sarcastic. <laughs> you didn't pick that up. Um, look, it's only a couple of years old, so the clinical studies are only two years old now. But as of the two-year mark, people still, still haven't had a return of wow. the acne. And we're talking like that proper, you yeah, know, cystic, cystic, you know, yeah. Yeah. So really kind of cool. Angry, active acne. Yeah. Uh, wow. So that's just going to be a game changer. So as a medicine free. Yes. This yes. is potentially well, because like groundbreaking. Roaccutane is more and more being proven to there cause are some mental nasty health issues. Effects, so yeah. boys in particular, suicidal thoughts, yeah. deep that's depression. That's really frightening. It, as a parent of a teenage boy, I would not put him on Roaccutane. I would not let him go on it. Just, I would not risk it. So to be able to have three sessions of a laser and it's done. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine the impact on self-esteem all over the world for teenagers who are struggling? What's this laser called? AviClear. 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 If you look it up, you'll see American doctors using it all over the place. Is this Kutera as Kutera well? device. Yeah. okay. And, you know, I was so privileged to be in this advisory board being, you know, literally, I think there was one other nurse and then it was derms and surgeons yeah. and people really high up who have been around for a really long time getting this first 
lot of information. But you know, because you won't brag, I'll do the humble brag for you. But you're really a thought leader in lasers. So when you're talking about your experience with lasers, you're really one of the best in Australia in terms of your knowledge yeah. and experience. So I think we're really lucky for you to share your knowledge with us and to have the inside scoop on what's yeah. coming, yeah. I think yeah. is pretty cool. It is really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. All right. So we've talked about acne and we've talked about resurfacing. A question I have for you with laser is I'm aware that Fraxel is still being pushed a lot, particularly old school, like, like old, the actual like old, old school, actual Fraxel. There are big clinics, dermatology clinics in Sydney who are still pushing Fraxel. Mm-hmm. So what's the deal? What's the like sitch? why is it any good? How does it compare to say your new resurfacing laser? Yeah. So the Honest answer is if you were buying a laser today, you would not buy one. Technology has advanced. There's no need for that kind of downtime with the results that you'd get from Fraxel because it's not as deep as some of the others. And, I mean, there's CO2 lasers now which would be far better to purchase. The reason people still use them is because those devices cost that doctor or nurse $200,000. So if it's sitting there, they're going to try and yeah, use it. push it. You really yeah. do have to go low and slow with it a little bit. Someone okay. with like type 1, type 2 like yourself, you if you were willing for the downtime, you probably could go quite hard. However, now that you've got melasma, melasma. you're no longer a good candidate. Okay. So, you know, Fraxel is good for lower skin types, who so not too dark, yeah. without any melasma, but okay. sun damage pigment, great. Yes. And you've got to be willing for the downtime. And as a consumer these days, I would choose other lasers over okay. it. You would choose easily the picogenesis, which we've spoken about in the Laser yes. My Pigment where you could have two or three sessions, get these amazing results with almost no downtime. I mean, you've yeah, had I've the treatment. Yeah, I've done it. We, we did it. So the last time I came to Tamworth, we did the picogenesis and zero downtime. Yeah. I have very fair skin. You went pretty hard yeah. and I had nothing. Yeah. You get a nice gentle resurface, gets rid of pigment, also safe for melasma. Yes. Your skin glows a couple of little bumps for a day or two and that is honestly it. So why would you risk the things that can go wrong with a Fraxel and the downtime? But if you also, that's not to say it wouldn't work. If you're going to a doctor who's had that device in his clinic for 20 years. And knows how to use it. He'll know how to use it and he'll know how to get the most out of it. So it's not a blanket, no. It's just a... There are better devices out there. Ask why. Yeah. Again, why are you choosing Probably because that's what they have. (laughs) And if that's the answer, then maybe... Shop around. Yeah. Yeah. So this leads again to the point, it is difficult for a consumer to cut through because... Not all lasers are the same is kind of the message Mm -hmm. that I'm hearing in terms of like there's new lasers coming onto the market which are safer, more effective. Um, So what what would you say to consumers? You know, they can't get themselves to Tamworth. Mm. So they're in Sydney or they're somewhere else. What should they be doing? Should they be having a ring around, asking, searching for who's got 
their picogenesis or other I lasers. Mean, sometimes, but I still think you're better off being in the hands of someone who knows your skin and is looking after you. So okay. if you already see someone, yeah. start with them. Okay. If you then ask those questions and they don't give you the right answers, then of course look around. Okay. But even if, you know, you're having a conversation, you could say to them, okay, so what wavelength is that? Yeah. They'll give you a number. It'll be like 1064. You can then just take the 1064 number and go and have a little bit of a look for yourself. Yeah. And that way you'll know, oh, okay, so 1064 is really good for treating pigment and it's really good for rejuvenating and creating a bit of collagen. Okay, I like that. You'll get a little bit of an idea. Um, whereas, you know, they might say another number that sort of you will Google something and it'll have nothing to do with what you've asked them about. And then you'll be like, okay, maybe that's the only laser they have. And that's the only thing they can recommend. It is very difficult. I just think you're better off starting with the person who's looking after you and that you trust. Who you trust. You have that relationship Mm. with, they understand your skin. They understand your skin journey and concerns and probably knowing what active ingredients you're taking, what medication you're taking, like all that information is relevant, right? Before you pick a laser treatment. Actually, that's a good point. So even little things, like if you're going somewhere to have a laser, you should, everyone should fill in the Fitzpatrick scale. So that's where we determine what your skin type is. Okay. So back to basics, Fitzpatrick, it's a number between one One and six. six. With one being albino, (laughs) six being very dark skin. Yes. Obviously with lasers, the darker you get, the more difficult it can be to treat. And the more careful you And the more careful you have to be. And there are some lasers that are just straight up. You would never treat a Fitzpatrick five or six with that laser. Like like Fraxel, like most IPLs, but then the Pico is very safe all the way up to a six. Okay. So even the fact that they are looking at your Fitzpatrick shows that they understand the Fitzpatrick, something like that. And then also they do need to ask you your medications. If someone's about to laser your skin without asking you what medication you're on, even if you're not on any. Run. Run. (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to do that again. That was great. But, you know, these are little things that you're just if you try and go, this is a medical procedure. Yes. Have they done those sort of medical type things in the lead up to this treatment? And if not, then maybe no. So I love that. It's actually um, I think you make a really good point. The device is important, but probably even more important important is that the person that's using it is qualified, understands, has, knows what your skin type is and what's appropriate. So the user, if if you have a relationship where you trust Mm. your clinician, then that's probably just as important as having the latest and greatest device. Yeah. Although those devices do sound very cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I can't wait to get on board. So, yeah, so fine lines, acne, pigment, resurfacing. Spider veins, birthmarks, bruises, Ah. port wine stains, like everything. So much. Because we talked a lot about acne and um, also pigment, but vascular. Yes. I mean, this can be life-changing. Yes. Yeah, I've currently got a young girl who's 14 and we're treating a birthmark, a vascular birthmark that almost takes up her whole face. 
I mean, this will be life-changing for her. We've only just yeah. started with the cooling-off period because... Yes, tick, she's tick. young. <laughs> yeah. Tick, tick. Um, but I'm so excited to see those yeah. results. And even little things like broken capillaries, which I know I'm prone to and some people are just prone to. Yeah. And when I get those broken capillaries lasered off, oh, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. Like I don't have to wear makeup. I just feel so much better. Yeah, you just feel like you're trying to cover them. And because they are vascular, your makeup will just melt off in that spot yeah. anyway because it creates heat. Oh. So it's almost impossible to cover. Some people don't even know if you can get rid of them. They're just shocked when I yeah, say, Yeah, so hey, little red <laughs> spider veins, so easy, mm. right? Like one zap one and zap. that's it. Yeah. One of the easiest, easiest things to treat. And most satisfying. Yeah. You can literally see it disappearing before your eyes, yeah. which is pretty cool. So go, have a conversation. Lasers, amazing. It's a yay from us. Laser's where it's at. Laser is where it's at, but be careful, be safe. Um, do your research. Freaking laser beams. Freaking laser <laughs> beams. Well, that's a wrap on freaking laser beams part two. Thanks for tuning in. This is <laughs> not to know. Jeez. <laughs> run. Jeez. I'm trying Everyone to run. Run. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. See you next time on Skin and Sass. Lol. <laughs> <laughs>